All right, let's go to the UK now. Enda Brady, welcome to the program. Hello, Enda. Andrew. Hello, Hello there. Andrew. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Sorry, we have a we have a slight delay on the phone things. All right, we um, let's talk about the energy bills. I mean, they've been threatening to ramp up right the way through. They have been ramping up. Uh, how far have they ramped up to? So, in the blink of an eye, Liz Truss's disastrous mini-budget has been ripped up. So the headline a lot of the papers have gone with this morning is the energy bills. I mean, her premiership is toast now. She has a matter of days left. Um, basically, her budget is in bits on the floor. And a key strand of that was to lend support to families with energy costs this winter. That will now end as of April the 1st. So next year, the average UK family with average energy usage will be paying in the region of $10,000 a year for their gas and electricity. How are they going to do that? People won't. I mean, they can't. There's just not that amount of cash left over. And if you couple this with rising costs of food, um, petrol and diesel for your car, inflation, wages are stagnating, and on top of that, because of Truss's disastrous mini-budget, we're now all paying bigger mortgages. I mean, next year is just going to be beyond bad for many, many hundreds of thousands of households here. Yes, when I heard about the $10,000 annual energy bills and all, the, all the, the prices that are around, I wondered when a country breaks. I think we're close to it. And you have to look at why this has happened. The word that nobody is using, certainly no conservative politicians want to talk about, Brexit. This place has gone backwards like a rocket in the last six years, if I'm honest, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to park my reporter hat to one side. Nothing has improved here in the past six years. I mean, I ran the Amsterdam Marathon on Sunday and European kids from lots of different countries get to study in amazing cities like Amsterdam for a year. British kids can't do that anymore. They're no longer part of the European Union. The Erasmus scheme that the EU runs for for young students, that's not available to British kids now, British students. So much has gone wrong. And honestly, someone needs to own it. And I think what's going to happen is as soon as there's an election, the Conservative Party, courtesy of David Cameron, Theresa May, Boris Johnson, and now Liz Truss, uh, they're staring into political oblivion. Uh, yeah, um, but is Keir Starmer any better? He can't be any worse. I mean, it's a terribly low bar. I would fancy my chances myself right now, to be honest. I'd more energy at the end of that race on Sunday than Liz Truss has. <laughs> Starmer, look, everyone says, here's the problem with Starmer. People have become accustomed to, um, I was going to use the word razzmatazz, but... Some sort of kind of weird sparkle is how I describe it in politics. If you look at Trump, if you look at Boris Johnson, people expect these people to be kind of clownish and, you know, shocking. You've got Keir Starmer, who got a knighthood for services he rendered to the legal profession. He's a qualified barrister. He ran the Crown Prosecution Service. You do not get to run the CPS in this country unless you are phenomenally talented, with a big brain, a hard worker and a public servant. He may well be the most boring man in England. That's what's needed right now. Someone who just turns up every day, has the public interest at heart and does a solid day's work. I mean, we have Boris Johnson for two and a half years. He, he, he barely turned up to anything. The first six meetings Cobra held, these are emergency crisis sessions when this virus was going around and a pandemic was starting. He didn't go to them. We need someone to work. Okay. 
Well, I hope you find them. And whether Keir Starmer is the man, I don't know. What about these six-mile tailbacks because of oil protesters? Tell me about that. Yeah, day 17, these protesters have struck. They're calling themselves Just Stop Oil. I think they're an offshoot of Extinction Rebellion. So they've targeted the QE2 bridge in East London on the M25. It goes over the Dartford Crossing. There are several oil depots and storage facilities for for London in that area. Two men at 4 a.m. have scaled the bridge and locked themselves on. And basically, they caused six mile tailbacks. The whole M25 in the east of London was crippled. People didn't get to work. People missed hospital appointments. Children didn't get to school. Um, Six mile tailbacks, day 17. And these are the same people, if you think you've heard of them recently, uh, they threw the can of tomato soup over Van Gogh's sunflowers the other day. Yes, I know, but you realise that six, six hours later, six hours later, the uh, painting was back and it was completely undamaged, and some people are saying, actually, that was quite genius. I mean, and, and the reason they're saying it's quite genius, as they said, uh, there was something that horrified and outraged people far more than what they were protesting about, which was climate change and uh, planetary extinction. <laughs> I guess, but what really upset me over the weekend was that another stunt, they went into a supermarket and they decided to start two young women opening cartons of milk and pouring them on the floor. And I just thought, there's a cost of living crisis and some families can't afford to even go and buy what you're destroying. Um, Check yourselves. Good on you, Ender Brady. It's always good to talk to you and I thank you for your company today. That's Ender Brady, our UK correspondent. 